This is Saving Grace, Living in the Light of God's Love, a broadcast ministry of Grace Center for Spiritual Development and Grace School of Theology, a seminary to the world, committed to the truth of Scripture and life application through the lens of grace. And now, our program. Hello, I'm Carmen Pate, your host for today's program. Are the challenges in life wearing you down, prompting you to just want to sit it out for a season? Does your work consume you and sometimes you feel it's stolen your true identity? Is there a different way to look at the life that God has given you? Can you change your perspective and step out in faith to do what God wants you to do? Well, our guest today knows about living for today, and he's here to share some wisdom and encouragement on various topics that will help you to live this life abundantly and on purpose. Our guest is Terry Weaver. After five years of active military duty, first as a U.S. Navy corpsman and then as a combat medic with U.S. Marines, Terry received an honorable discharge. After a decade in sales and marketing, Terry founded Vell Institute, a nonprofit organization to help veterans advance in life through leadership and entrepreneurship training. His education includes a degree in business administration from Texas A&M, where Terry received the Pat Tillman Foundation Scholarship. Terry also earned a master's in biblical studies from Grace School of Theology in 2020. Terry's the author of The Evolution of a Leader and the book that we are exploring today, All My Best, Wisdom and Encouragement for a Better Life. Terry is also the author of two fiction novels, and many in our audience might recognize Terry as Ethan James, the lead actor in the streaming series Breaking Strongholds. Welcome back, Terry, to Saving Grace. Thanks for having me again. Well, so glad we enjoyed our time together last week, and there's just so much more that we could cover, probably could do several programs. Uh, but you know, you, you've done so many exciting things in your life. Well, also, obviously, you can't, uh, the elephant in the room, you're an actor, the lead actor, Breaking Strongholds. Tell us a little bit about this streaming series, kind of the, the storyline and, and, uh, and, and what it's like to participate uh, in, in your role as Ethan James. Well, let me start by saying I'm really thankful that God uses broken instruments to mm. do his work. He mm. calls people who are busted up yeah. and who otherwise uh, couldn't be used unless they were obedient to him. Look at the disciples. Yes. Yeah. Look at it. Look at his people. Uh, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the school. And in fact, I met uh, the movie producer who asked me to audition for Breaking Strongholds at a Grace School of Theology event. So this Love is it. <laughs> this school is very significant yes. to me. Not only did I learn here, I met some incredible people. <sighs> and I met uh, Carla. She's, a, she's the producer. And I met her just in passing, maybe a minute. I said, hi, how you doing? I've heard of the good things you're doing. At the time, she was releasing a movie. And... I prayed for about seven months that God would use me to shine his light. It was one of these seasons where I was on my knees every day, and it was a very simple prayer, God, use me to shine your light. Mm, mm. That was the prayer for seven months. And after meeting Carla, 
and praying that prayer for about seven months, I get a phone call out of the blue from Carla. Mm. And she said, she left me a message. She said, Terry, call me back. Um, I have a crazy question to ask you. And I knew that she was gonna ask me to be a part of something. I just knew it in my yeah. spirit. And she said, I want you to come in and audition for this TV series we're preparing to, to uh, start producing. And I thought, wow, this is an answer to prayer. Yes, yes. Either that or it's a great coincidence. <laughs> we and know better. We do know better. Yeah. Um, but we can't prove it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. faith. Yeah. And so I go in and I audition. Mm -hmm. And uh, after a couple weeks of auditioning, because it, it was a lot, wow. they, 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 they took a risk on me. And, uh, but they knew uh, that I was the right person after a while. And I, it turns out that the anchor verse for this show, Breaking Strongholds, is John 1, 5. Mm. Light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. That's right. And so yeah. I was praying for God to use me to shine his light for seven months straight, and he heard that prayer, and he, he made this happen. Mm. That's mm. what I believe. Oh, like, no doubt about it. But I can't prove it. Oh my goodness, but that, that is beautiful. And I love the fact that, just even the fact that you wanted to be the light, and then that uh, just the connections there, just totally of God. Totally yeah, and that, of God. so that's the origin story for yeah. me. This, this, this show is incredibly impactful, mm -hmm. and we're doing some amazing things through it. We're gonna shine God's light through it. It's touching lives all over the world, yes. and we're just getting started. It's very real, and it, it really does, uh, you know, it, it's so relevant to today and the troubles. It's not trying to sugarcoat anything. No, we're it's getting very, real with very people. Real. Uh, I love it. And it's in its third season, correct? We're, Just, we're working on season two. Season two. Yep, okay. we're filming mm -hmm. and uh, doing some fundraising for season two. And yeah. uh, we've got some ideas for season three, God willing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, we'll certainly keep that in our prayers. And I know our audience will be checking out Breaking uh, Strongholds. Well, it's so exciting. When I think about the many things that you've done, military, you were uh, sales, you were a pastor, author, writer, actor, it bring me, brings me to the word uh, that I found in your book that... Uh, it really explains why you go these many different directions. And that's your, your chapter on the herd mentality. Uh, you obviously have not been stuck in the herd mentality. Talk to our listeners about what that means and, and how you escape that herd mentality. Well, at first read, it might seem a little... Uh you know, terse, and I think some of it was written in jest, but I'm pr I'm trying to get a point across sure. that we were made unique. And there's this brilliantly concise quote that all of us were made unique, but most of us die copies. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. It is powerful. And yeah. we know from scripture, if we're believers in Christ, that uh, we were made unique, handcrafted, yes. Yes. a beautiful poem. Mm. Yes. And yeah. so, through life, though, because of a lot of things, it's, it's a big topic, but mm -hmm. because of a lot of things, we're kind of yeah. fit into a mold. And mm. most of us surrender to that mold yes. when we were made unique. We were made unique for a unique yeah. purpose. So that's the point I want to get across. And I really want to encourage people to uh, latch on to a dream and chase it mm -hmm. yes. because they, they're able to do it if they if they want it. Oh, no doubt about it. And I think about, you know, uh, we just talked about in the last program about fear. Uh, fear tells us to stay where it's comfortable, not to be a risk taker, you know, not to step outside of the box and dream. 
but to uh, that, so we so we end up in that herd mentality of just taking it easy, sitting back, you know, not 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 risking anything at all, and we miss we miss so much when we do that. Yeah, yeah. Scripture says a perfect love casts out fear. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's we, hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to love when we're in a fearful posture. Mm, yeah. Yes, because yes, loving yes. is 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 a risk, and it takes a lot of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I I think about that's the the number one thing that we're to do that God commanded. You know, we are to love Him and to love others. Uh, and so when we when we boil all the commandments down to that, mm-hmm. we should do everything we can step outside of that box to love people, to let them see the love of Christ in us and the difference that it makes in our life. Because then we do have that adventure, Terry. You know, if we're looking for more, <laughs> that's where it is, right? I, I love Isaiah forty three nineteen. It says. It's the Lord speaking. He says, Behold, I'm going to do something new. Now it will spring up. Will you be aware of it? Will you be aware of it? I'll even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Uh, I, I, I love that because wouldn't you agree that that not only is God talking about what he's doing, but what he wants to do through us, right? That's right. Yeah. And there's a uh, there's a great verse to remember, and that's uh, lean not on our own understanding. So mm. when things don't look clear, we got to walk in faith, and we got to trust the Lord. Yes, yes. And that verse seems to be a, a very important verse for a lot of people, a lot of new Christians, but mm. also a lot of Christians who have been a part of a relationship with Christ for many years. Yes. And that's because we can't figure everything out, mm-hmm. because because we can't figure out the Master. It's mm-hmm. like the car trying to figure out the engineer. Yes. He's, yes. he's so far above us. Yes. But, but because we want safety and security, we try to figure life out, and it's yeah. tough. Oh, it is. And, and he, uh, uh, he is so creative. We've talked about creativity, but he, God is so creative. Look at the sunrise and the sunsets. And, and if we can just imagine, that's what he wants to do in our lives. He wants to create those sunrises and sunsets, spectacularness in each of us because the world needs to see that, doesn't it? Yes, and I believe yeah. in the uh, creativity chapter, um, I started with this quote from Frederick Heron. Mm. And he says, uh, we're most like God when we're creating. Mm. How powerful is that? Oh, it is, it is. Oh yes, I get to thinking about creativity when we're in heaven, when, when, when the curse is gone and uh, our senses are magnified, maybe we even have more senses there. Mm. Uh, the creativity that will happen. So here we just get a taste, but uh, but that taste can be glorious uh, if we just allow God to do those things through us. Well, you know, I think a lot, and most everyone wants an adventure a lot in life. We want excitement, uh, but I think we are oftentimes held back because of challenges, which is another word in your your book that you explore. You, matter of fact, you quote Henry Ford, who says. Obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off the good. And that is so true. When we uh, focus on the challenges, we don't see the direction for good that God is taking us. But you say uh, challenges are a beautiful thing. Hmm. How so, Terry? Well, you know, without challenges, we, um, we don't have the opportunity to grow or get stronger. 
um, without challenges, life is pretty equalized, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, challenges open us up for epiphanies and uh, changes in our course. I mean, I know your history a little bit, this challenge yeah. of leukemia, yes. my yes. own challenges of alcoholism and yes. uh, running from all running from God. Mm-hmm. Those those obstacles, whether I, I put a lot of those obstacles in my own way. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yes. But when I got past those, boy, God can do a lot in a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So uh, these these obstacles, whether they're self-imposed or hit hit out of what seems like the blue, mm-hmm. uh, they give us an opportunity to grow. They give us an op- opportunity to, to talk about our testimony mm-hmm. and encourage others. Yes, yes. And so they're, they're a gift. They truly are. And I, I again, yeah, from my own experience, um, it opens doors of opportunity for you that you didn't have before. When you are struggling, you want to find someone who has struggled but have come through it, right? That's right. Uh, that's who you'll listen to. You see them as credible because they've been there. And and uh, I thank God for for that because uh, I have lots of people now that contact me because they uh, were diagnosed with cancer and they want to uh, ask the question, how did, how did you endure? How did you survive? And and of course, it's because of the Lord. It's because of His strength and endurance day in and day out. Uh, and so, so those challenges, um, uh, if, if we had not had them, uh, we wouldn't have anything to share. It truly is a testimony that when we, when we survived it, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ephesians 2.10 tells us, that we are God's workmanship. We're created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we would walk in them. So we know work is good, and and work is another word in your in your book. And uh, certainly, we are encouraged to work. The Lord worked. Yeah, God created the world, the world, in uh, six days, and uh, so we know that we are to work. But we're to work by faith alone in Christ alone. And so oftentimes we kind of take that idea of work too far in that we think that is who we are. So help us to talk about uh, that balance between what we do and who we are. Mm. Well, I can just say I, um, I struggle with this because it's, it's easy to allow Terry as a person to get wrapped up in what Terry does, right? Our, mm-hmm. our culture is all about what, what do you do yeah. Uh, what do you do for work? That that's a common question. Yeah, it is. It sometimes comes up in the couple first minutes of a conversation. Who, do, mm-hmm. who are you? What do you do? And so it's easy to get wrapped up in that. I I think what we need to remember is our identity is in Christ. Yes. And He gave us a purpose, and and our purpose involves work. And we were given bodies because we need to use them to work, and we were given minds to use them to work. You think about if you if you didn't work everything atrophies. Mm, when I stop yes. going to the gym for a week, my body mm. atrophies. <laughs> I can't go back in and do the same things as I did the week before if I had stayed consistent. So yeah. this is a, a biblical principle. Uh, yeah. it's, it's also very important to remember that our identity is in Christ first. Yes. And anytime we lose sight of that, I think we're at risk for losing our identity mm-hmm. and replacing it with an idol. 
Yes, yes. And idols are, we were made to worship. Mm-hmm. We were made to worship. Yeah. If we forget about the fact that we were made to worship God, we mm. were made f- by God for God, mm-hmm. it's easy to worship something else. There are plenty of things that are, are yeah. worship worthy in the eyes of the world. So yeah. keeping our uh, identity rooted in Christ, remembering that we're made to worship Him. Yes. And we worship Him through our work. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. And and uh, I would think, too, um, as an actor, what advice would you give to those who are in the limelight, if you will? And, and uh, you have uh, sports celebrities. You have people that uh, uh, have earned fame and fortune. Uh, I can imagine the enemy would love to use that to to put the focus back on you. Uh, uh, how, how do you... How do you uh, uh, remind yourself daily of, of of who you are, of your identity in Christ. It's something we all need to do. But I would just think it would be more difficult for someone who has who has a platform where people want your autograph and and they want to come see you. How do you turn that focus back to God? Yeah. Well, for me personally, it's it, I have to remember what God has brought me out of. All the darkness that mm. He's brought me out of. All all the brokenness that He's brought me out of. Yes. And I can't lose sight of that. Once I do, I think I'm, I'm doomed. Mm. And, you know, it, it's tempting. Yes. It's tempting because the world's attractive. Of course. Because the world was made by God and there's attributes of mm. God in the world. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so for me, remembering my testimony, everybody has, all of us Christians have testimonies. Yeah. And uh, on, on the flip side, if you do have a platform, mm. if you don't have a platform, whether, whether or not you do or not, uh, you should use your testimony for others. Some of the coolest things I've seen are mm-hmm. from some of these actors who are in the world, but who love the Lord. They'll they'll play a mass murderer in a in a yes. in a show. Yes. And they'll come to an awards show, and they'll give the glory to God. It seems almost bizarre and paradoxical, but it's amazing what that can do. Mm-hmm. So whatever, whoever you are, use your platform for the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. We were sharing uh, off the air. My, my son's an actor and, and does a lot of the secular works. And, and yet uh, he always shares. But, Mom, off the, off the camera, you'd be surprised how often we're talking about the Lord and his work in our life. And uh, so all of us, as you say, you know, the Lord gives us the ability to do what he's called us to do. He gives us the provision, the opportunity. Uh, he uh, is the one who is observing our actions throughout the whole thing. So no matter what you do, it's really all a ministry, isn't it, Terry? Well, I think that uh, I think that it can be. Yeah. And I think we need a lot more people in the world. And uh, I think, you know, I, I come from a military background, so I think of covert operations Mm. and we need more covert Christians in the world don't we doing good things because that's where the hurting people are yeah and there's going to be an opportunity to share about your faith and about Christ in a place of brokenness Mm. there will be and we need Christians there so we need more Christians in in secular media yes we need more Christians in the bars I had a Christian come into a bar and witness to me he was a friend of mine he risked his job to come in so we need people in these dark places. Look throughout the scripture. You see a lot of covert Christians. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so important. And it's sad because uh, I think sometimes we 
Christians feel, well, we need to stay isolated from those things that we don't do. <laughs> uh, but then how are you going to share the love of the Lord if you're not willing to go? Christ set a beautiful example of that, yeah, you know, did. being uh, accused of, of eating with the sinners and, and uh, uh, being a drunk and et cetera. But he just wanted to be where the people were who loved him and would need him. And uh, yeah. yeah, and we're called to do the same, no doubt about it. Well, you know, we are truly dealing with a battle for our minds in this world and not our own as well as those we're wanting to minister to. It's another word uh, in your in your book, Our Minds. Let's talk about protecting our minds, guarding our minds, and give us some thoughts on how you uh, prepare your mind each day to serve Him. Well, I, I prepare my mind. I, f- I feel a bit lost if I don't prepare my mind every morning with the Scripture and in prayer. So I'll, I grab my coffee, I go to the Scripture, and then I pray, and I just ask God to use me. And it's it's nothing profound. If you don't if you don't know how to pray, just have a conversation with God. Let Him know how you're feeling. Yeah. Tell Him that you need help today. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. I don't have to re- recite verses or, or get complicated or, or talk about theology and none of that. Right. I just go ask my Heavenly Father for help mm. and, and let Him know that I want to be a light for Him. So that's yes. how I prepare every day. Yes, yeah. And we know from Scripture that we deal with sin, the world, and Satan. Mm-hmm. And so we have some, we have some fierce opponents. Oh, no doubt. If we don't realize that and if we don't guard our minds, I mean, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And it's easy to slip. It's mm-hmm. easy to, to fade away slowly, yeah. even as a, as a believer. So I think uh, if we know we're in battle, we better be preparing every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to do. Yes, yes. Now, this we hadn't talked about sharing this, but, but I would love to, to hear your thoughts about parenting. You have four children. Yes, and um, I can just imagine um, the concerns that you might have uh, in, in this world that we live in today. So as you're, I know you prepare yourself, how are you preparing your children? How are you and your wife instilling into your children uh, the words, the tools they need to face the world? Yeah, that's great. That's a great question. I, I have my own philosophy, and I'll just share a couple things, but I, I'm... I'm struck with this quote that I remember. You you can tell that I love quotes, but it's uh, great. We really don't know what the origin is. Some people say that it's from Saint Francis of Assisi, but mm-hmm. uh, it says uh, he says, "Preach always use words only when necessary." Mm. And so I always want to be preaching in life, and only only using words when necessary. This applies to my kids. I love when they walk in the my office and they see me reading scripture. I yeah. love when they see my wife reading scripture. Yes. I love that when they, they ask us to tuck them in mm. and they're ready for a prayer mm-hmm. that they, they hear us praying over their life. Ah, uh, yeah. And so I want, I want them to see us chasing after the Lord. I also want them to see us falling down and making mistakes. Mm-hmm. So when I screw up, which I do often, mm-hmm. I, I, my wife usually points it out and she says, <laughs> Hey, um, you need to have a conversation and usually when I get over my ego, mm. I'll go to my kids and say, look, I screwed up there. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I shouldn't have made you feel that way. I shouldn't have yelled at you. I shouldn't have lost my temper. Mm-hmm. I want them to hear me falling down and getting up. Mm. Mm. And yes. see me falling down and getting up. 
because yeah. I'm a flawed human. Yes, yes. And they need to learn from that. Yes. And so I want my kids in the world because I want them to be a light in the world. So they go to public school mm -hmm. and they come back all confused and we try mm -hmm. to get them less confused. And um, I, I'm just of the personal belief that we, ha that we have a lot of work to do outside the church walls. Oh, yes, we certainly do. And so your children are in public school. And I, and I, I think, uh, and, and wow, I mean, they have an opportunity as they grow in the faith and have opportunity to be that light. And so when they, when they come home, you have conversations about what they've learned so that you can also separate, well, you know that let's let's look at what the, the word says or how do you how do you uh, uh, intervene when you are concerned about something they are taught yeah I like to ask them questions yeah. so I'll have conversations with my 15 year old and ask him about what's going on in school mm -hmm. does he agree yeah. with it what does he think about it yeah what does he think about all these things that are being talked about in school and I want to hear his thoughts mm -hmm. and then inadvert if you ask enough questions people will just naturally be curious about what you think Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. That's so right. That, that gives me an opportunity to talk to them and, and, and share my faith with them. Right. And also share a common sense perspective. Yes, yes, Not yes. Not everything needs to be explained with the scripture. We live in yeah. this world that's pulled between Satan and God. Yeah. And we're somewhere in the middle on this, on, in, in, in this realm on earth. Mm -hmm. And some of these things just take a little bit of logic yes. and a little bit of faith. But if we don't get that, then we're, I think we're, yeah, we're in bad shape, so. No, no, I agree. Well, you know, Terry, I think you may, maybe should write a book about parenting in this in this world. <laughs> Getting your kids on the right track. Now, that's excellent. Uh, and and I know they are going to benefit and, and shine as a result of that. Well, you know, we have only scratched the surface of, of your book. We could do several more programs, and we definitely will have you back. Uh, but I wanted to just give you an opportunity, if there's a particular word we didn't talk about or something that you just want to close with and sharing with our listeners, because we have listeners around the world, Terry, and uh, we could assume that they're all believers and that's why they tune in, but we know there's some that don't know the Lord. Uh, and I appreciate your transparency in sharing some of your past. And But what would you like to say to our audience in closing? You know, I think you opened with a statement, living in the present. You know, yes. we're only given today. The scripture tells us we're only given today. That's right. So we ought not to uh, spend a lot of time tra time traveling. And I talk about this in the book, too. And w when, when we're in fear, we time travel. We either go back to the past and try to think about things. And what if I would have done this? And would the outcome be different? We do that. Oh, yes. Or we oh, go yes. and fret about the future. Mm. None of that makes sense. Mm. It doesn't make sense for today. No. Every moment that we spend in the past or future, we lose a moment in today. Mm. So I guess my best advice would be to get up every single day, pray to the Lord, search the scripture, and make a commitment to doing your very best just today, one foot in front of the other, living in day-tight compartments. Right, one day at a time. Yes. Yeah, very, very good advice. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for your wisdom and your insight. Really enjoyed having you on, on our program. Uh, I know that our listeners have also benefited from your wisdom and encouragement that you've shared. The book is All My Best, Wisdom and Encouragement for a Better Life. 
Well, we've put information about Terry, his books, and the TV streamed series, Breaking Strongholds, on our Saving Grace program page at gsot.edu. That's gsot.edu. Or you can download our Grace app for all of this information and more. While there, check out the opportunities offered here at Grace School of Theology for seminary degrees and our Grace Center for Spiritual Development for Bible studies and other programs that will deepen your faith, deepen your knowledge and love for the Lord. Please tell others about Saving Grace. And remember, the love of Christ can never be earned and it can never be lost. You've been listening to Saving Grace. For more information about Grace Center for Spiritual Development or this program, visit our website at gsot.edu slash center or download the Grace app through your smartphone. Views expressed on this program may not always be the views of Grace School of Theology or its leadership.